ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to College Football Tailgate. We're back. We're back in the Woos Media Studios. Today is February 21st, 2022. I'm your host, Will Chambers. With me, as always, professional better Tyler Walgy. What's going on, William? Producer Smitty. What's up, guys? Uh, we're back, boys. The all good. Yeah, we took does. a little break. We took a little vacay. Um, were you just like on a beach, you know, drinking pina coladas? Well, you or? know, I burn easily, what so I avoid the beach. <laughs> you do. You're not out in the sun a lot. No, no. But that's been, true. Yeah, I've been enjoying the uh, off season. But I could see you being a beach guy, but you just have to be under an umbrella, like in the shade. Like, you, you, you enjoy the beach, don't you? Uh, my, my 50 or 60 SPF. The uh, no, yes. I don't like the be- and the umbrella, but I don't like the beach because sand. I don't like sand. Here's the thing: whenever I go you to the and beach, Anakin Skywalker, I'm getting sand out of every crevice <laughs> of my body for a week after I leave the beach. Yeah, but that's the endearing part of it. No, 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 it's no. Like leftovers. No, I feel uh-huh. like a human sugar cookie. I don't uh-huh. like it. I, I love sitting out on a beach. You know, just hanging out, relaxing. Maybe get a cool breeze. You, you dip in the water. Well, that, but that's not abnormal. Most people like the beach. That's right. And most people enjoy the beach. And you're not most people, <laughs> which is why we love you. Yeah, exactly. Smitty, though, you like a good beach, don't you? Uh, no. Terrified of the ocean. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. But you could sit at the beach is and watch sh- the ocean. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. The, the fact that I can't see what's underneath the surface of the water, mm. that's what freaks me out. Mm. Okay. Sharks. Okay. Shark week. That's what got you. <laughs> Honestly, week. jellyfish. Jelly, yeah. I mean, you're more likely, obviously, to, to get stung by a jellyfish. But then you get someone to pee on you. Are you sure nice. about that? You're more <laughs> likely to be stung by a jellyfish than you are a shark. Or oh, well, for well, sure. Eaten by earth. Shark attacks are like extremely rare. Millions mm. and millions of people in the water every day, and it almost never happens. Okay. Well, I mean, also, I'd like to say I don't need a jellyfish sting to use it as, as an excuse. That's right. You know what? To we're get not women kink, to pee we're on. not kink shaming. <laughs> if that's what you're into, then by all means, shout <laughs> out, shout out all of our family listening. Um. So we're back in the studio, boys. College football offseason uh, is well underway. Actually, today, I don't, I'm not sure if this is the same across like all of college football, but I know, obviously, being a Michigan fan, I follow Michigan. Today's the first day of, of spring camp. And so I think that's the case at okay. most most football schools. Big actually, day. it's big a big day. day. It's the it's the start of the whole new season. Uh, recruiting uh, is over for the year, right? National Signing Day happened. Texas A and M. Texas A and M put together like the number one class, the the greatest class yeah. of all time. Yeah. Guinness uh, World Record breaking, right, Tyler? A and M put together a class like I used to put together on NCAA football, mm. the video game. Shout I can't out. wait for yes. it to come out next. It's coming out next year, right? Yeah, yeah, next year, 2023. Oh, oh, I can't wait. And here's a fun one. Mm-hmm. So I actually just went to, it had been a while. It had been at least like, I think, six months or more since I had played what are we talking NCAA about? football. Oh, okay. On yes. my, because you have to, you have to play it on the old Xbox, right? My Xbox the 360. The, my Xbox 360, the old, which old I Xbox got now. when I was in <laughs> high school, right? Yeah. So this thing is ancient. And it finally, my Xbox wasn't reading the disc properly, and I have to like get oh, no. something to fix it to play NCAA again. And I'm really sad. Excuses? And no. Whoa, 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 whoa! All the excuses are on that <laughs> side of the table, sir. How dare you? Oh God! But yeah, 2023. That's when we get it back. Yeah, but uh, anyway, so the A and M recruiting class yes. got me thinking about breaking records, right? Record-breaking yep. class according to 247, even rivals. Like they both said, this is the best class of all time since yeah. we've been tracking it. So it got me to thinking, what records 
do you think we can break world records before the beginning of next season? Yeah, world records. It, so, it would have to be something stupid, right? Like, you know, would how many eggs can you crack with your pinky in 60 yes. seconds? It would have to be something really dumb. <laughs> or maybe we could, like, invent one that doesn't exist yet. That's that, a, that yeah, could that's be a doable. Thing. But so what I did, I went to work like I'd normally do for the show for these really, you know, hard-hitting topics. Mm. And I went and saw, or I went and, you know, found some Guinness World Records that I think we have a chance of beating. Let's say, let's give ourselves, what, kickoff? So this is an off-season project. Okay. Off-season project, we'll all try. I have four here to bring up that I think that we could each individually try to beat. Train Maybe and help practice. each other. Yeah, train, practice. Okay. I mean, look, you don't just walk in and get a no, Guinness World Record. No. All right, so this one... Uh, fastest time to eat a banana with no hands. I think this is one that producer uh, Smitty. Smitty will do. Wait, wait, wait. What? Fastest <laughs> time to eat a banana without using your hands. Only if you don't chew it. Am I right? Um, <laughs> no. Yeah. I mean, that one sounds interesting. This one was recently broken. Just what's, back in what's 2021. What's the time? What's the time? Uh, let's see. On March 6, twenty twenty one, Mike Jack from Canada. Of course, those Canadians, man. F- two first names. Double first name. <laughs> Gobbled up a banana in 37.7 seconds without using his hands in London, Ontario, Canada. On the same day, he also achieved the fastest time to eat a head of lettuce at a minute 31. That's so I guess there's a whole head of lettuce? Yeah, in a minute 31 seconds. With no water, I wonder, <laughs> I too. Interesting. So, Ryan, what do you, you think that's doable for you? Uh, 37. 37 uh, for the banana, yeah. No I think hands. I got that. So what, you just you just lay it like, do you have to peel it with no hands or it comes peeled? Oh, it's a good I, question. There is a, uh, I, I, I have, have the, the official eat, book. Eat it with the peel. I have the official <laughs> book. It doesn't have these stipulations, but there's a little mm. play button here. So I'd imagine there's a video of this somewhere. There's a play button in the book? What? Uh, yes, in the book. Well, <laughs> to like represent, I think, that you can play it somewhere. I see. Well, you got to be careful though, Ryan. Slamming your head into the table, getting your, you know, getting so juiced up for this. Going right. all right, three, two, one, eat, and you break your nose going for the banana. Well, I got a huge head, first of all. Yeah, so yes. I mean, there's... like an orange on a toothpick. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right. Uh, so next one: most sweaters worn at once. This doesn't seem like it'd be tough to beat, right? This seems like this actually a special. Sounds terrifying to me. Yeah. Okay. Sounds very claustrophobic. claustrophobic. Yeah. Well. <laughs> I, I think I'd get four on. I'd be like, I'm done with this. The, the current champions or the current record holder is a 12 year old. And 12 year old, smaller. Exactly. Theodore Kinsella wrapped up, uh, uh, wrapped up warm by donning 30 sweaters. Yeah, fuck all. In that. Los Angeles on February 15, 2021. No way am I attempting that. 30 sweaters. <laughs> That's going to get hot. That's yeah. 30 sweaters. You don't think that's doable, though? See, to also, me... Also, we have to buy 30 sweaters in, <laughs> like, sure. consecutive sizes? I'm sure we... Oh, well, yeah. There would probably what be, like, some What constitutes a sweater, like also, you know? Yeah, see, Will's got some good questions with these. Mm-hmm. I want to, like, lawyer my way into breaking one of these through a loophole. Can Can you put on 30 sweaters faster than I can eat a banana with no Oh, hands? my God. The banana for sure would win. <laughs> All right. Uh, tallest stack of M&M's. Oh. What what would you guys guess this would be? Guess, right? Four. Okay. Four. Ryan? Uh seven. Five is the record. Oh wow. Can we get to six? Can we get to six M and M's? And you you we're talking about, you know, un gotta be original. Undeformed M and M's. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah, they do exactly, have to be original. Because yeah. if you get like one of those uh caramel ones, oh, those kind of like yeah. flat no, sides got, to them. <laughs> they've gotta be uh, originals. Okay. You know, I like the do they make the crispy? Yes. M&M's anymore? Crispy M&M's Ooh, I like still the Crispies. out there. Delicious. Crispies, the caramels are good. Yep. They're uh, all good. They're all oh, deadly. Yeah. The pretzel ones. The pretzel ones. Peanut, of course. Mm. Peanuts are my go-to like at sporting events. They always have the peanut M&M's. I yeah, I just went to movies the other night. Yeah. Peanut M&M's. What'd you see? Jackass Forever. 
Oh, nice. Ooh, okay. Okay. How was Could it? we do any of those stunts? Uh, <laughs> I, well, you know what's funny is is they have brought in so many different like new people because they're all getting so old. Oh, yeah. Like they, sure. their bodies they can't, can't take it, it anymore. Who is this? Yeah. 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 Right, last one here. Uh, maybe we can get the listeners to help us out with this one. Okay. Most people making heart-shaped hand gestures online simultaneously. And the current record, a group of 137 people shared the love online during the DigiCoin conference organized by BT Group in the UK on December 10th, 2020. So They were uh, all like teenage girls, I'm guessing. There were 137, right? <laughs> well, DigiCoin, I mean, yes. Yeah, I guess there's not a lot of teenage girls of... in crypto, perhaps, <laughs> but the, making a heart shape with your hand just seems right, like something you do. In... So it sounds like the, the banana is the go-to here. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Right, so we're going to get Ryan to train for the banana, and we'll break that by next I'll, season. Sook would be the coach because I can't train risk, I can't risk that because I think I have a propensity to choke on things. So. Maybe the, maybe the uh, ultimate <laughs> event will be the combine next year. Maybe Maybe you can eat a banana after the combine or before the combine. Okay. Mm. Well, not before you have mad, so cramps. No, I mean, I mean that's potassium. That's good for you. Is that good that's for that's you? It's energizing. Mm. I can't tell you the last time I had a banana. Oh, I have bananas really? all the time. I have bananas every single morning. I actually feel They'll like 37 seconds really? is doable. But yeah, that makes sense. 37 seconds well, we do have other stuff to talk to besides yeah, we got football. deep-throating bananas. <laughs> um, we, there, there is college football news. The last yes. the last like month, it's been what, like a month and a half since we recorded? A little more than a month. And a lot of crazy stuff has happened. We had, we're going to talk about, you know, Harbaugh's offseason stuff with Michigan, the NFL rumors, crazy shit's going down in Auburn with Brian Harson. We've got players transferring, coaches getting contract extensions. And then after that, we're going to finish it up with a roast. And I'm super excited about this, Tyler. This was your idea. The roast. Yeah. Explain, like, explain how this is going to work when it's, we do the roast. Well, it's a fan base roast. So we're going to yes. roast fan bases. And okay. Uh, you apparently pulled your Michael Scott and went to work here. You've got a roast for what? Every team in the top 25? Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm basically going to speed roast the whole final top 25. Mm-hmm. And Wills it's not, and roast mode. Not necessarily <laughs> just about the, the fan base. It's really okay. It could be like the fans, the school, the team, whatever. Okay, mine is primarily about the fan bases. Okay. Uh, and I've got uh, one for each team in uh, the Power 5 conference. Nice. So I've got one for KU, Florida State, USC, Vandy, Nebraska, and then, uh, yeah, I've got a little qualm with one school in particular that we'll lead off with. Oh, I can't wait for that. Yeah. Well, we should start with the, I feel like it has been the biggest piece of college ball news over the last month. It certainly was for, there was a couple of weeks where the rumors of Jim Harbaugh going to the NFL got crazier and crazier. Mm-hmm. When it first started, I laughed it off because every year there's some rumor that Harbaugh was going back and then it clearly turned into a, hey, this is a serious thing. Uh, it got to the point where all the reports were saying he's going to the Vikings. And I think that the reason why, uh, apparently he had said goodbye to people in uh, the Michigan you know, uh, program already. He thought he had the job locked up. And apparently he just, his second interview, didn't get it. Now he comes back to Michigan. It's been kind of crazy. And ultimately, I, I don't think it's going to be have that big of an effect on the Michigan team. Yeah, but it's awkward. It is very it's awkward. It's so awkward. You know what it's like? And this isn't a common, super common occurrence, but it's certainly happened to me at least a few times where you're meeting someone at a restaurant or someone leaves or or you're leaving a restaurant and you're meeting someone you go back in and you say bye to everyone the waiter and you say bye to you know they appreciate it take care to the host up front and then you leave and then you go back in to meet someone Mm. yeah that's happened to me i happened to me an outback like a month ago and it's and you have to like explain like 
I, I know I left. But I'm gonna meet someone here. I know I just left. I know I said I was leaving, but I'm back. It is pretty awkward. That's what that's what happened here with yeah. Michigan. And I don't think. Luckily, we haven't seen a bunch of players transfer out. That was my biggest fear: is that players are gonna be like, "Fuck this guy." But it sounds like he was pretty straightforward with the Michigan players uh, about all of this. Most of the coaches, you know, they did lose. Josh Gaddis, after he came back, he was the offensive coordinator, won the Broyles Award for the top offensive coordinator. I have a whole thing about that. I don't think that he was deserving of that. But he goes and takes the Miami offensive coordinator job with Mario Cristobal, and they did lose the defensive coordinator, but that was before that, and he went and took a defensive coordinator job in the NFL. So that makes sense. That wasn't like, I'm pissed off at Jim Harbaugh, so well, I'm leaving him. At least Michigan was good for one year, Will. <laughs> I gave it whatever. I, honestly, they beat Ohio State, made it to the playoff. I'm fine with it. I just don't think... I think they're going to be set up at least to have a good offense again next year. We'll see about the defense. But, you know, they bring in some new coordinators. Like, I just think it, it, the only thing that worries me is that if things start to go south, this is prime for like a blow up season where like all of a sudden Harbaugh is going to get even more criticism than before. He did just sign a new contract extension. They upped his salary to $7 million a year. So ultimately, I, I think it's 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 awkward and it didn't play out super smooth, but I think it's going to be fine. And I actually don't think he's going to be doing this every year. Dude, I don't know. I think we're nearing the end. I think Harbaugh's got like a season left, maybe two. I want him to stay in Michigan because college football is more interesting when he's in it. Yeah. And we do a college football show, but I think he's going to be in the NFL soon. Yeah, I mean, I it certainly could be. I, I, I wouldn't have thought about it. Or I wouldn't have thought that, that it was real before all of this happening. And then this all happens and it was pretty crazy and... I actually thought he'd be a great hire for the Vikings. How stupid is that? Like, I think I actually think he might be a better NFL coach than college in I think general. He is too. I think he would be a better NFL coach. Like I said, he's more interesting for college, but he's going to get a job soon. I really think that he fits Maybe. better in the NFL. He's had a lot of success. There's like seven to ten coaching jobs available every year in the NFL. Yeah. There's a lot of turnover, so I, I think he's going to bolt once there's a good job. Plus, did you know he currently holds the he has the uh, highest win percentage of any active NFL head coach. Wow. Uh, um, really? He's fifth all time Dude, in win percentage He's, a, in the he's NFL. an elite coach. But look, he had I think one bad year and it was eight and eight. But that's yeah. a testament to really, and, and I'm sorry, Will, but the reality is, I know you're a big Michigan fan, the way things are going right now, I don't think the, the landscape is shifting. I think that what we saw this year, Michigan being so good, and then it's Alabama and Georgia again, that's going to be the future of college For football. Sure. And I I agree. Ha- I've had to come to the same uh, reality because my team, the Colorado Buffaloes, I'm like, I mean, you know, it's at some point you're like, okay, maybe they don't have a chance to win the national championship, but the Pac-12 should be the goal. I mean, it's it's not even close. So I think the best are, are pulling apart. Look at A&M's class. Again, what they did this year. Yeah. So, I mean, I think Harbaugh sees that. Yep. And I think Could that be. coaches in the Big, uh, Big Ten are going to see that. I mean, besides Ohio State, are you going to get someone to go to the Big Ten these days? Like like, like these elite players who are all around Texas, all around this money, unless they start paying crazy. You're not going to get nearly as many. Yeah, I mean, with the new NIL stuff, you're going to get way more. I mean, I don't know. The other side of that, though, the other, other argument is Michigan is one of the most profitable programs in the whole country. If they, if, if anyone can put together one of these NIL deals, which they just did, uh, like Texas A&M did this where they the school works with hey, It's now the money. We said it's now the money. Yeah. That's, my, uh, that's your Jimbo, Jimbo Fisher. Fisher yeah. It's, yeah, it needs a little work. Yeah, but not great. We're, we're, we're an off-season <laughs> form for, for our uh, impressions too. But yeah, I mean, like A&M did this, and that certainly helped them. Like 
Jimbo Fisher was like, we didn't, it's, you know, exactly. Just like you said, it's not the money. It absolutely is. A&M doesn't out of nowhere pull together the greatest recruiting class ever. But don't you also think on a quick little side note that these rules have to change? And if you do have money, you've got to pounce. Like, you've got to strike while the iron's hot. If For you're, sure. That's why A&M, I think, is smart because... In my opinion, it's only a matter of like one to three years until changes are made with the NIL. It is so out of control. There are no guidelines right now. Something crazy is going to happen. Something's going to go haywire. Someone's going to get some ten million dollar deal, and 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 they're going to be forced to step. Right now, I think that be. I see, but I I tend to think that it might actually level out and it won't be that bad. Like the good example is that uh, Quinn Ewers kid who committed to Ohio State. Played a year there as the backup quarterback, and he just transferred to Texas, right? He signed a million-dollar NIL deal when he went to Columbus. He, he uh, foregoes his senior year in high school, enrolls early at Ohio State, signs a $1 million NIL deal, never plays a game, and then after the year says, I don't like this, I'm out. I think the companies will start to learn, like, hey, they're – Giving a even if it's the number one recruit, which this guy was, giving them five five million dollars is not a good investment. Okay, but companies a return on investment, and they're gonna. I think it'll even out. Companies is one thing, but uh, uh, boosters, right? That's another thing. Right. And we know how competitive this can be. Like one winning season can change everything. I mean, I I, yeah. I, I heard stories about. Michigan State enrollments going up like 150 percent since they started since they won football games. Yeah, yeah, for sure. People now want to go to Alabama to watch the football team. So football changes everything, yeah. and I think that's known. And in a world where money is becoming more and more important in this sport, and with more and more money to dispose, I mean that oil money is not going anywhere at A and M. Yeah, A and M's got the money for exactly. for all this. So I don't want it to change. I just think that eventually it's so out of control right now, and it's just in my opinion it's going to get worse. I want want it to level out and I'm a free market guy let's not talk politics right now but I'm a big free market guy but yep. I don't believe that this is a scenario where that works because the greed and the need and the demand is never ever ever going to stop okay yeah so. I mean you're probably right I just don't know what kind of rules they would implement unless it was like a cap it would like, have like, to be a, but look there, there's a cap on how many salary caps yeah, yeah. but like it, it that's just different in college football you know what I mean and like a cap if they set the cap at a reasonable amount it still isn't going to matter because Vanderbilt's never going to be able to pull together the same amount of money as Alabama, and they're not going to cap it so low that it's even for every school. That wouldn't make any sense. Yeah, but just because there's not an ideal scenario doesn't mean that I think there shouldn't be these rules. I think there will be new rules. I just don't think it. I don't think they're going to limit much, and I think that the players are going to continue to sign these deals. Mm. And I think what maybe will end up is that yeah, A and M can put together this incredible class, but like let's be real, by two years from now. Five of those kids are going to transfer out because if you put together the greatest class ever, a lot of those guys are going to be competing for the same spots. Yeah, and sure. they're such high-level players. Like you can only have so many uh, five-star dudes in your team before it starts to actually like cause rifts or issues or whatever. You know yeah. what I mean? Like every year, there's like a in in, the, in professional sports, there's a super team that comes together right. where it doesn't work out because you know uh, heads collide or whatever. Well, and, and you can make the same argument for you know um, the transfer portal that for that, sure that that may come to a head as well, and and everything's good until it's not right. Yeah. So uh, eventually, I think Tyler, you you have a good point in the fact that something's going to happen soon. Yeah, I for sure. So. Yeah. Uh, stuff's happening in Auburn, Alabama. Brian Harson almost lost his job. Pretty crazy end of the year off season for Brian Harson, Alabama. So obviously they start, I think six and two, 
and they lost or they, they start five and two, something like that, whatever. They had a pretty good start to the season. They lose their last six games, I believe, Auburn does. And within three months of the end of the year, Auburn had 18 players transfer out, five coaches gone, right? Uh, they had a brand new coordinator that came in and quit within like just a couple weeks. Things are there's clearly something wrong there, right? So then what happens is the Auburn University starts investigating Brian Harson. And I think what they were doing here. Now, what ultimately happened is they did this investigation. They said, we didn't find anything wrong. Uh, Brian Harson is coming back for, for next year. But there's, there's clearly issues there. And the only reason why they didn't fire him is because right now his buyout is $18 million. It, and they, what they were trying to do with this investigation, let's be very clear, they were trying to find something wrong so they could fire him with cause. And they couldn't find it. Because if they fire him with cause, they don't have to pay him the $18 million. But if they fire him without cause, he gets the full buyout. And they're already paying. They, they just paid $20 million of a buyout to Gus Malzahn when they fired him. Why are they so upset with him all of a sudden? Well, because all the players transfer out, the coaches leave, something bad is happening. Derek Mason was the defensive coordinator. He quit and took a job at Oklahoma State for $400,000 less per year. Like uh, something is happening. Players were leaving and saying, this guy treats us like dogs. Uh, he's got a bad character. You know, typically when it's, it's one thing to have like, okay, a lot of players transfer out. All the coaches are leaving too. You, you bring in a new offensive coordinator and he literally quits and says, I'm taking time with my family within like two weeks of being there. I think that, that he's rubbing people the wrong way. And that works if you're winning games, right? Right. But if you end your la- your season on five straight losses and things aren't going well, and now all the players and coaches are leaving, things are going wrong. And I think he's a dead man already. I think that right now they're just saying... W- was this w- his rap at Boise? No, 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 no. But he won games at Boise. So who fucking knows? You know what I mean? Like when you win games, everyone shuts up and they deal with it, right? Plus it's probably easier to be like that in Boise than it is. Exactly. Yeah. Sure. At Auburn, there's way more, there's bigger expectations. And mm. and I think that they've basically said, okay, well, we're not going to fire you now because we don't want to pay you 18 million. But in a year from now, it might just be 12 or whatever. And if you have a good year, then we won't fire you. If you have a bad year, you're gone and we have to pay you less or we can find a way to fire you with cause. I mean, there were rumors that, he was. Uh, he had like a an affair with some staffer that ended up being not true. Clearly, because if Auburn could have found that, they would have leaked that, and and he'd have been fired for that. But I mean, it's, it, things are bad right now in Auburn. And if you're a Tigers fan, you're going, oh fuck, this is pretty bad. I mean, hopefully this guy just starts winning games. I mean, for Auburn's sake, but who knows? I mean, I've always been a Brian Harson fan, but after hearing this, let's see what happens because I maybe sell my stock. Yeah, if I, if I didn't know any better, it sounds like you're talking about Tennessee. They're right. <laughs> like, honestly, that, that, that's what it sounds like. Things are bad there. And he act, the crazy part is they almost fucking beat Alabama at the end of the year. Yeah. They were like two minutes away they from beating Alabama. They almost beat Alabama. That's true. It's, it's a close game typically. Uh, some other transfer news. Jaden Daniels transfers from ASU just a month after he posted a video saying he was coming back, not going pro, not transferring. Things at Arizona State are this. All, yeah, they're they're bad. <laughs> this is like it's the weird. news right now. This is bad. This is this bad. Is, this it, well, bad. It's true, and this all goes back to you know the the they've now had two coordinators and three coaches in total that have had to resign at Arizona State because they were breaking the rules and recruiting in the COVID offseason. And the offensive coordinator had to resign. Clearly, something was coming you know down the pipe for that. And Jaden Daniels just says I'm out, and it got pretty bad. There were players on his teammate or, or teammates posting on Instagram of his locker saying, like, that dude fucking sucks. He's a bitch. Like, like get him out of here. Let's throw his shit out. Shut like, up. that's how bad it was. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't a what? great look, but... Wow. Really bad look. I mean, 
Herm. There you go, Herm. Herm, Herm yeah. the germ. Th- things are bad in ASU. Uh, Luke Fickle, Dave Aranda, both signed contract extensions. Those are good things. These are good things for Cincinnati mm-hmm. and for Baylor, right? And then Caleb Williams finally decided on where he was transferring to, and he's going to Southern Cal. Shocker. Yeah. Yeah. Big shocker there. I mean, I don't know what he, what took him so long. Maybe he was shopping around, but... Uh, there were rumors that he was about to go to Wisconsin, which made no fucking sense whatsoever. If you're going to leave Oklahoma, why go to yeah, that's Wisconsin? And then he goes, of course, to Southern Cal, which makes a ton of, ton of sense. I think it makes Southern Cal immediately favorites for the Pac-12 to yeah. have a legit quarterback. Probably top five preseason yeah, polls, I Seriously, because they could go undefeated pretty easily, actually, in the Pac-12 and be in the playoff in Lincoln Riley's first year. And it's pretty funny that after that happened, you know, of course, Oklahoma fans hate Lincoln Riley right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, th- this is now, I think, the... There were like three recruits that were going to Oklahoma that have now committed to USC. Now you have players leaving too. And Lincoln Riley went on Colin Coward's show and said, we didn't take any players from Oklahoma. We took players from the transfer portal. <laughs> and it's like, come on, dude. Like, you know exactly what you were doing. The idea that he never contacted them before they hit the portal is absurd. But let's not act like he's the first person to do this. Like, this is college football. Yeah, Like, that's sure. the world that we live in. I mean, it, I, I don't get why people get so mad. And look... We'll talk about this a little bit later, but it's just uh, some fan bases are a little bit more testy. sensitive than others. Yeah. I would say testy, maybe the way to put it. But you know, this happens all the time. Yeah. Every single year, this happens, and coaches leave. And you know, the fact that he did, and he's bringing those players. It's like, did anyone think that wasn't going to happen? Like the fact that it is happening now. You know, I think that we should have expected yeah, this for sure. Yeah. I mean, but it's just crazy to think about how quickly. And we'll see, obviously, what happens. Maybe it won't go as well as we th- as we expect it to. But how quickly Southern Cal could be turned around by getting a legitimate, you know, top level coach and a quarterback oh, to come with them. I think it's going to be quick. Yeah, they're going to be yeah. Pac twelve champions. Well, it's. I mean, it's it's going to be like the it's going to be like OU in the Big Twelve. I mean, he's just going to yep. do the same thing at USC. Yep. You know, I know I know he wouldn't at OU for that long. But going back to Bob Stoops, I mean, what have they won in the Big 12? 13 to 20 years? Yeah. It's so well, it's going to be the same thing. In- and honestly, that was Texas's plan with Sark. Yeah, exactly, right? How's that working out? Yeah, yeah for real. Texas. Uh, <laughs> we had the Super Bowl. How'd you get? What do you guys Super think of the Super Bowl? Bowl? It was good. I loved it. I had a little money on the Rammies. To I, win uh, or to cover? Because they didn't cover, did to they? To win. Money okay. line, my money friend. Money line, nice. That's where it was at. Yeah. Yep. Um, no, it was fun. I go to Vegas every year for the Super Bowl, so it was a good time. Um, I made some, let's see, all, all the ancillary bets, I was pretty good on this year. The National Anthem I won. Nice. The Color of the Gatorade I was on there, so, you know, <laughs> you it was overall. You got an inside guy on the, uh, I, on the I, I water got, boy I got squad. a Gatorade guy. You got a Gatorade yeah, guy. Yeah, so I it was like fun. It. What'd you do for the Super Bowl? I just watched it at home. I didn't think, uh, you know, I, I fried up some chicken. I was I was doing my best I Brian Ryan. You, you sent a picture. How did that turn out? Oh, it was delicious. Okay, because I've always wanted to do the fried chicken at home. I did but... it in a cast iron, uh, and I, this I've only done it twice now, and, the, and both times it's come out great. But how much oil do you use? A lot, but like uh, it, most of it stays in the pan. Not all of it. Ends Does it up... splatter up? Uh, not really. Okay. I mean, if, uh, a little bit, but not nothing crazy. Yeah, and it, it definitely invests in a thermometer for mm. sure. Oh, like, you, don't want, even... you, you don't want you don't well you don't want it to have it too hot. That's, oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah, that makes sense. I, I just kind of was just like, whatever. I'm just going to fucking go with it. And it totally worked, and it was delicious. And that's how grease fires so happen. I, well, I didn't like crank it up to like the right. highest setting on the stove. I'm not insane, but uh, that is how grease fires happen. You guys watch... But at least uh, I know not to pour water on it. You guys watch Next Level Chef? No. Oh, I love I it. I don't watch cooking shows. I love Next Level Chef. Because uh, I feel like if you watch a cooking show... 
Like, you just look at tasty food you can't have. It's like it's like watching <laughs> porn and you can't jerk off. There's no, I'm like, it's you, just torture. It's, Next Level Chef is one of my uh, favorite new shows. It's great. Yeah, I mean, what I get the appeal. I know lots of people that are into food shows, but I just can't do it. I don't know why. I've never... You have three levels of kitchens. The top kitchen is like state-of-the-art stuff. It's like the best you can get. Middle kitchen's like your average kitchen. And you have and, to like work your way and up. And the bottom one is like a piece of shit kitchen with like like dull knives and good stuff. cockroaches. Yeah, and so like based on your performance, they put you in different kitchens and it's fun. But like man. how do you... Like what's what's the ultimate goal to get to the top kitchen and then like become a chef at TJ Fridays? So <laughs> not get yelled at so, by Gordon Ramsay. So is it a Gordon Ramsay show? Yeah, yeah. He's oh, there. okay. So one person gets voted off every show. Okay, and uh, they end up the winner gets two hundred fifty thousand dollars and the okay. right to be mentored by the now three chefs who are on it. Yeah, there's three chefs. It's, okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, I'm not that. I'm I'm the lowest level chef, but I successfully fried some chicken for the Super Bowl. <laughs> and it worked out well and uh, it tasted delicious. That sounds. Um, okay, fried I didn't. Sounds good. I actually thought the game was kind of boring. Like outside of the one crazy long touchdown throw that was probably you know pass interference or whatever. I didn't think it was a great game. I was rooting for the Bengals just because that one epic LSU year with Coach O and Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. I just loved watching all year watching Joe Burrow throw to, to Jamar Chase. I wanted the Bengals to win. I don't. I actually don't have anything against the Rams. Yeah. I like a lot of their players and whatnot, but I just thought the game was kind of boring. I thought the halftime show sucked. And I actually, really? yeah, and I love like that's the music we all grew up oh, listening yeah, for to. Sure. I love Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg. I just think Super Bowl halftime shows suck. Half the time, like half of them are lip syncing. It's awful. It's rap music, but it's edited. It's radio edited for yeah, the Super Bowl. That, that, like, that was definitely a big downfall yeah, for this year. I just didn't. I wasn't a fan. I wasn't a fan of of any of that. I thought the best part of the whole show was the Larry David commercial. The Larry David. Did you see that no, one? No, no. Uh, you of all people didn't see no, I didn't. the Larry. Oh, you, you got to YouTube it. So he was show. driving around in a golf. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I did have a yeah, deep cut for listeners. In <laughs> he was in Denver. No, it, that was my favorite Super Bowl commercial. I, I, it makes sense. You wouldn't hear the commercial you're watching in Vegas in a big yeah. sports book. Right. So that makes sense. But YouTube it for anyone who hasn't seen it yet. YouTube the Larry David Super Bowl commercial is hilarious. Okay. So that was my favorite part. Oh, well, yeah. I, I was upset at the halftime show because I had a seven to one bet that uh, anyone would smoke on stage. Well, technically, that didn't happen. Technically, Snoop, Snoop Dogg was smoking like, off stage. like right before he went on <laughs> yeah. stage. We didn't smoke on the stage. Well, so the bet was on stage. Yeah, I mean, we can't win them all. Yeah, you know, no. Even still, so, you came out. You came out in the red, though, <laughs> right, or in the black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely made a little money. Okay, yeah, that was good. good I lost all of mine. That's cool though. <laughs> I I had I had like so many uh, fun, you know. Uh, first touchdown score, anytime touchdown score bets, and they all just went right down the tank when Odell Beckham. Yeah, I, did, I didn't. I didn't hit one either. Yeah, uh, well, I, I luckily had a square, so I okay. hit. I hit on okay. a square on the second quarter. Squares so. are good. Squares are good. Man, Super Bowl. No, just none of it's as good as college football. No. I, I'm sorry, but the NFL is just not as good. But uh, Tyler. We're going to do the roast, but first, let's uh, talk about BetUS. Yeah, BetUS. Best sports book around. Now, it's the off season, so not a lot of college football, but if you like to bet baseball, college baseball, which just got going, right? Because the MLB is in a lockout. So if you want college baseball, I've been wow, betting that. Wow. It's available. NBA, hockey, all that stuff you can bet. They've got a casino, which is really fun. You can bet some blackjack, some roulette. Roulette. I hit some roulette numbers. 31 in, black. Uh, Vegas. There you go. 23 red. You got to go the MJ. Cover your oh, MJ. Jordan. That makes Absolutely. sense. Absolutely. The goat. The goat. But uh, if you like to bet, I highly recommend adding a sports book. BetUS is so great to do that. And I get it. A lot of you bet with some of the other sports books that advertise all the time. And, 
you know, they have the promo codes and all that. We've got a good promo code for you too. 125% deposit bonus. Yep. If you put in promo code tailgate with betus.com. Uh, it's so much fun to bet with them. And look, if you like to get involved too, like I said, off season with the hot dog eating contest, you can bet on that. TV shows. <laughs> if you like Stranger Things, you can bet like on who will be shown next episode. It's crazy. So just check them out online. A lot more uh, uh, things to offer and a lot more features than your classic sports book. Online, betus.com. Use promo code TAILGATE for a 125% deposit bonus. Yeah, absolutely. BetUS. Uh, Tyler, so the roast. So, yeah, Well, the roast. How, yeah. how do you want to do this? I want to do, do this first by getting something off my chest. Okay. Because this, I'm going to... I'm going to take the Michael Scott boom roasted approach. Okay. But first, I got a little bit of a... I've got a new team who is my trust fund fans of college football. And that team is the University of Oklahoma. Uh, I talked earlier about how they're all bitching and whining online about uh, Lincoln Riley leaving. Well, this is college football. Okay. It's like you do realize what sport this is, right? Like coaches leave all the time exactly how Lincoln Riley left often later in the process. Okay, this literally happens every single year. So you fans at OU getting so viscerally mad at a guy leaving for a job in a better city with better resources is it ridiculous. And look, I get being upset. Fan bases don't like when coaches leave, but the constant whining and fit throwing has made me th- feel so differently about the OU fan base. And it's like the trust fund thing. It's like sometimes, you know, a trust fund kid, you can't tell they're a trust fund kid until they're out on their own. Maybe you go to the grocery store with them and they show they don't know what the hell they're doing, right? That's what OU's been for so long. They've fooled us. They've been trust fund kids. And now that something happened to them that happens to literally every other fan base, every other year pretty much it seems, and that may be a little over the top, like every five years, this is what most fan bases are going through on average. Right. They're all whining and crying, acting like they just got wronged. It's like your coach left and he took a couple players. Like every coach leaving takes a couple players. Now, I'm a fan of the University of Colorado. And the fan base was pretty upset when Mel Tucker left. And Midnight to me, Mel. And Midnight Mel. And to me, the biggest difference was that happened on February 11th. Right. Lincoln Riley didn't even coach the bowl game. Yeah. Okay, so he gave them ample time to find a new coach. In my opinion, in the sport of college football, this tainted, chem, you know, th- th- this atmosphere that nothing's done the right way. I think Lincoln Riley actually did it as good as you can in college football in 2022. How do you do it better? How do you do it better with the rules set up today in the NCAA and OU fans are crying like little bitches? I'm sorry. I have a lot of, you know, my, uh, I, 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 I've got a lot of friends who are OU fans. I know yeah. we have a lot of OU listeners for this show, but I have seen the reaction and it is crazy to me. And by the way, it's not Lincoln Riley's fault that Bob Stoops had no ambition and didn't want to go anywhere. You're not always going to hire people that don't want to get promoted or go upward the way they see things. Mm. In my opinion, you can turn USC into Oklahoma 2.0 in about five years, and you can make them better in maybe around that same amount of time. So it's, a like I said earlier, better city, better resources, better recruits. Coaches want to be there more. You can ha- have a lot more money from... Uh, outside opportunities. There's talent agencies. There's yeah. movie opportunities. Why wouldn't you want to be there? So again, it's not his fault that Bob Stoops is a good old-fashioned guy who didn't want to leave for however long. He's a great coach. He wanted the job. Get off his back. And you know what I think is funny now? The whole OU Twitter crying thing. 
Caleb Williams wasn't even that good anyway. We yeah. didn't. What a bum. We didn't even want him anyway. It's throw. like, shut yeah. the fuck up. All of them are so... And, and it's made me think differently about the fan base. I think they're all a bunch of trust fund fans, and, and I, I've got little respect now for the OU fan base. Well, and to go on the trust fund thing, like, talk about uh, they're spoiled. Like, they fall into, oh, no... You know, one of the hottest names in coaching over the last five years, everyone's won Brett, Brett Venables, Venables. Exactly. And you bring in Jeff Levy. Now, we'll see if it works out, but I, I agree with and you. And I do want to say something, Will. I know your dad's an OU fan. Yes. I'm not talking about him. I, I don't know if he's been on. What, how has he been reacting? Uh, I, I mean, he's, he's bummed. He's upset, but I don't think he's I want to let you know, Mr. Like, Chambers, this rant was not about you. <laughs> I've got lots of other OU friends, I promise. No, but, yeah. So, he's but, been fine. He's been very, yeah. re, you know, realistic about yeah, it. I well, I well, he's an adult, but, you know, I thought our friends were too, but apparently that's not the case. Well, and just just from an OU fan standpoint, listen, you just lost Lincoln Riley, Caleb Williams, Spencer Rattler, and you live in Oklahoma. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. And <laughs> Ryan with the final with the final haymaker there. <laughs> Actually, yeah, Ryan, Ryan just made it all valid. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so for the roast now, here's what we're going to do. Do you want to do your roast and then I'll do it, or should I just keep doing mine and then you'll finish the roast up? You Go tell ahead. me. Go ahead. Yeah, you yeah. do yours because I'm, I'm going rapid fire with mine. I'm going rapid fire too, okay. so you can just kind of take over when I finish. We can talk about it and then you can was go. Was the OU so. rant not a part of your roast? Is that, it, that, that, that was just a long-winded monologue roast. <laughs> I had a lot to get off my chest there. All right, so this is a Michael, Michael Scott style roast i picked one team from each power five conference mm-hmm. and i did a roast all right let's start off in the big 12 k oh and by the way my roast is about the fan bases so yeah i'm talking to you listeners okay it's about the fan base are some shots going to be thrown here well let me ask you have you ever seen a roast i hope there's so. your answer okay <laughs> uh kansas in the big 12 kansas fans What's the difference between Kansas's offense and Rosie O'Donnell? Even Rosie O'Donnell scores occasionally. Boom, roasted. <laughs> ACC, Florida State. You live in the number one recruiting area in the country, and you can't beat Jacksonville State. Oh. Kanye West relationships last longer than yours do with your head coaches. Boom, roasted. <laughs> Pac-12, USC. I would roast them, but after watching games of the Rose Bowl for the last decade, I'm not sure they have any fans. Boom, roasted. <laughs> SEC, Vanderbilt. The one team in the conference that really never had a chance from the beginning and has to leech off their counterparts to stay relevant. Now they know how Khloe Kardashian feels. Boom, roasted. <laughs> Big Ten, Nebraska. I would roast them, but like their new quarterback, Casey Thompson's passes, most of the jokes would go right over their head. Boom, roasted. Nebraska again. How are the Huskers like their mascot, Herbie? They get too much national hype. They're made up mostly of hot air. And let's face it, underneath it all, they probably smell like shit. Boom, roasted. (laughs) Nebraska again. Last time I went to a game in Lincoln, my buddy said to me, if anyone starts talking shit, just smack them. To which I replied, I would, but I'm against animal abuse. Boom, roasted. (laughs) Guy blew the line right there. All right, and then finally... (laughs) uh, I was was doing my mic. Let's get there. All right, and then finally, this is a general one. Why doesn't the Pac-12 have their own Paul Feinbaum? Well, they would, but there's no one that ugly in California. Boom oh, <laughs> I love that one. A joke at Paul. That those are great. Boom roasted. Very personal. If you're if you're new to the show, Tyler, not a big fan of the Nebraska Cornhuskers. No, no. You went in on the Huskers. I did. I like that. And you actually stole my Pac-12 uh, roasts. No, oh, no. Mine, fans. mine says Pac-12, the only conference that played in empty stadiums before COVID. <laughs> um, That's better. That was good. Mine is. Uh, I'm here. Here's what it is. I went through the final. I think it's just the AP top 25, and I'm. I've got a roast, rapid fire roast, just for every team. And we're gonna go top 
top down. Okay. One through through 25. Here we go. Georgia, you're still not Alabama, and you never will be. Alabama, nobody likes you. You're bad for college football. Michigan, number three, uh, it's not 1967 anymore. Getting smacked by the national champion is as good as it's going to get for you. <laughs> number four, Cincinnati, you're Luke Fickle's second favorite school in the state of Ohio. Um, oh. Baylor. Baylor football is the hottest thing in Waco since David Koresh. Um, Ohio, Ohio State, there are Ohio State. There's 14 universities in the state of Ohio. You're not the Ohio State University. Um, Oklahoma State, always the bridesmaid. Notre Dame, uh, Rudy wasn't good enough to play. You're like most famous player. Uh, sucks. He was a, a practice player. Michigan State, your stadium is ugly, and so are your cheerleaders. Uh, uh, Oklahoma. Yeah. Lincoln Riley left you for a Pac-12 team. That's about as harsh as it gets. Ole Miss, hotty toddy is your school saying, and nobody even knows what it fucking means or where it came from. Look it up. Ole Miss fans don't even know what hotty toddy means hotty or where it originated from. No one has any idea, mm. and that's their whole saying. Okay. Um, Utah, Kyle Whittingham's coaching ability is wasted on you. Uh, Pittsburgh, talk to me when you have your own stadium. They play at the uh, at the Steelers stadium. They don't even have their own stadium. How lame. Clemson, Dabo Sweeney makes Jim Harbaugh look sane. Uh, Wake Forest, who? Louisiana, you're in the Sun Belt. That's just the whole roast right there. Uh, Houston, Holgerson is a drunken gambling addict. Google it. Um, Kentucky, uh, basketball school first. Kentucky Derby school second. Football school third. Uh, BYU, soaking. Google it. Um, NC State, no one cares. Uh, just no one cares about NC State. Arkansas, your most memorable moment in this century was your coach crashing his hog with a side piece on the back. Uh, Oregon, enough with the fucking jerseys. It's stupid. Iowa, great fans, good jerseys, but win a big game for once. Uh, Utah State, here we go. Tyler, yes. I'll give you a bet board victory right now if you can tell me where Utah State is located. Utah. <laughs> no, the city. <laughs> exactly. That's yeah. no, one, uh, no one even knows where you are. Yes, no. <laughs> <laughs> and then San Diego State rounding out the top 25, and you don't even belong in the top 25. Wow, that That's was the great. whole roast. That was great. That's a roast. That's I, f a roast. I, I feel like that was more Will getting things off his chest. That was a lot of just random. You know, there you go. A little bit. You know, you got to go rapid fire. If I you like roast that. roast all 25 teams. Yeah, I like so, that. Yeah. I went so rapid fire, I didn't get my last one all the way. Should oh, I okay. say my last one about Nebraska? Oh, I just, it's, one where yes. I, it's one where I stumbled over the punchline. I said it. It's last time I went to a game in Lincoln. My buddy said to me, if anyone starts talking shit, just smack them. To which I replied, I would, but I'm against animal abuse. You, Boom, did, you did say that one. Yeah, but I stumbled over the punchline. Oh, okay. I see and like any saying. good comedian, if you stumble over the punchline, you just ask the audience if you can redo the joke. Yeah, you just repeat it. Yeah. I like that. Wow. What a great audience. <laughs> yeah, well, no one's funnier than repeating a joke. Oh, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're going to have spring football coming up soon. Mm. Maybe by... I, I, I'm trying to remember when spring football is usually played. We're obviously not going to get back in the studio until sometime later in March, I imagine, but mm -hmm. we might have some spring football, some actual stuff to watch by then, boys. Should we make a final bet board bet of our uh, February show? Sure. Yeah. Should we make a natty national championship bet next yes. year? Yes. Yes. Right. But should we say the bet has to be like better than like uh, like twenty to one? So long shot. There's yeah, only okay. four. There's only four teams that don't fit that criteria. Okay. Bama, Georgia, Ohio State, Clemson can't take any of those four. Okay. I take Southern Cal. You take USC. They're <laughs> twenty five to one to win it all. Yeah. That's. I mean, I, I would take that legitimately. I, I'm going to take A and M. They're also Ooh, 25 to 1. A, that's actually a really good one. Mm -hmm. All right, 25 to 1. 25 I just to feel 1. like like USC's got a cakewalk to the playoffs. 
So well, there's our first bet board game. I got about well, twenty-five to one. How do we do that? I don't know. We'll have to figure it out. Twenty-five to one. Well, that's just the odds. Well, maybe, maybe we'll obviously, if one board. of us wins, we get twenty-five bet board wins, <laughs> oh, right? <God. laughs> no, you can't do that. Please, please, no. Right. Uh, yeah. Well, I need some momentum going into the bet board season. So, well, there you go. There's some. There's some off-season bets, whether it's bet board or not. We'll figure maybe out. we'll make uh, combine wins count towards bet board. You know, well, you don't want to do well, that. You're not going to win any of those. <laughs> no, see, I'm training. I'm training. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Will's going to show up next year, just so elite, so ready in all these different categories. Right. I still don't think I'm going to win the throwing one, no matter what happens. <laughs> but I could improve elsewhere. Have you been watching the Olympics? Uh, actually, no, not at all. I haven't either. I haven't watched one. I watched one event, and it was on at uh, Sport Clips when I got my haircut. What was it? It was the event. It was really weird. They do cross country skiing. But oh, they with the stop shooting? like every mile and shoot. Yeah, yeah that, that's actually a cool event. Yeah, it's like right. It's target practice and then cross yeah, country but skiing. The, but the Olympics have such weird sports. Like, is there a league for that? Does Probably. anyone do that oh, besides I'm sure the Olympics? You could find it. Yeah, but it's it's all volunteer and no one makes money off. Of American it. sports are so much. Listen, better we than we've them. talked about ear tug of war on this. That yeah. is true. Well, ear tug of war. <laughs> Extreme ironing. <laughs> that gets real. <laughs> Sounds dangerous. Um, all right, well, that's, that's going to be it for the February off-season show, guys. Make sure you're subscribed. Give us a review. That's the best thing you can do to help the show right now. If you're on Spotify and you're, you're on iTunes, give us a five-star review. Tell your friends. We'll see you guys next month. <laughs>